on this episode of the Buzzkill Podcast. It's like what fucking Brian did to his turkey yesterday. Spash cocked it and laid like oh laid, yeah, laid out. yeah. That which tur- was the most provocative turkey. I've I was ever gonna seen in say that life. turkey needed to calm the <laughs> fuck down. It was <laughs> it was making me feel things. <laughs> I know, right? It creases in all the right areas. <laughs> Listening to the Buzzkill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. It is episode 339. Welcome back to the Buzzkill Podcast, where tonight we put on clown costumes and cosplay the entire Dahmer series in. Oh, God. <laughs> Severed Arteries, Terrifier Retrospective Part 2. Part dose. Part deux. Part deux, because, you know, Damien Leone. Because Damien Leone's fucking Damien Leone. Latino, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, guys? I'm Mike. I'm Jim. And uh, Damien Leone is uh, not, in fact, Latin. The most Brooklyn New Yorker you'll ever see. Fucking but you would know Brooklyn. that. Because you've listened to the other episodes, because you're you're our biggest fan. Of How course, you you've do? listened to the other episodes. We didn't. No, no, God. But uh, <laughs> but you did, because you're a good because you're a good fan and a good friend. What's going on, Michael? Not much, man. How are you? How was your Thanksgiving? Oh, it was very nice. Very yeah. nice. We uh, did you get I some went turkey. To, I went to. I had some turkey. Got a little trip to fan. Uh, I went to the. Uh, the, the 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 Detroit Thanksgiving Day Parade for the first time in my life. That was the first time, huh? First time, yeah. Oh, dang! Did you like it? Yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was really cool. It's so much different. I mean, obviously things are different when you watch them on TV, but like, it's it's wild how much different it looks in in real life. You know. So I went down there last year for the very first time. Oh, cool. Uh, tell me if you agree with me. Kind of like a sporting event sometimes. It's better on TV. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I told Aaron I was like I was like I really I was because she asked me how I liked it and she's like had she you been think down you... before? Oh yeah, she used to go all the time when she was younger, and she said, um, "So now that you've done it, like, do you want to keep doing it every year?" And I was like, I was like, you know, honestly, I it's become our tradition to wake up on Thanksgiving morning and watch the parade on TV with our kids sure. and you know drink coffee and lay on the couch and have breakfast and stuff like that. So I was like, that's I that's kind of like I was really glad to go experience it the one time and I was yeah. glad to take our kids and we'll you know, we'll probably go again at some point in time. But I was like, I don't know. I, I kinda miss the I kinda miss the commentary from the the newscasters, you know, here <laughs> yeah. hearing De- hearing Devin Skillian talk about all the all the floats and shit and Fucking Karen Devin. Drew and and uh and it's also just it looks much more grandiose on TV. It really does. It and it's really because does. the part that like the portion of the city where they're filming is right kind of downtown where the buildings are, you know, it's tall buildings yeah, when everywhere. You, unless you want to fight the crowds for like five hours before the parade, you're not gonna get those pristine downtown spots. I mean, people camp out there sure, to get yeah. those spots. Like you're never gonna get that if you don't do that. So I think you would you guys were actually down you posted a picture of it. It looked like you were down where I was last year in that general area. And we were cool. we were right in front of the majestic. Okay. Okay. I think that was I think that was in the area that we were at. 
Um, and I, but actually, you I see was all pretty... the gaps and all that stuff. You see all the yeah. Like it's it it doesn't flow the same way, you know. No, not at all. Like there were there were a couple moments, and we wondered if it was because the parade started at uh, nine, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the parade started at nine, and then it reaches downtown at about ten, and then all of a sudden the whole parade stopped for about fifteen minutes. Yep. Yep. And uh, like the bands were still playing, and there were you know there was still music on the loudspeakers on some of the floats and stuff, but they just stood there for fifteen minutes. I was like, "What's the holdup?" And Aaron's yeah. like, "Well, it's ten o'clock. They probably just reached the cameras downtown, and they have to take their time for TV getting through yep. the downtown area." So another reason um, that TV's better because you're watching it on their time. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but it, I mean, it was cool. Like I had never seen the big uh, the big balloons in real life. And yep. Stuff like that, and Optimus Prime wasn't <laughs> wasn't fully inflated, so he kept falling over onto the crowd. Almost, it was That's pretty awesome. cool. Uh, but it was cool. We I was surprised how easy it was to get in and out. I figured we were going to be fighting traffic and crowds and stuff, but we just we pulled right in off of uh, I think it was Camfield, mm-hmm. and then just right into the parking lot behind uh, the Majestic. It was ten bucks or fifteen bucks, and then yeah. Walked right out, could walk down to the Majestic and go get a drink at the bar, and it was cool. There you go. And then came home, chilled out for a little bit, and then went over to the in-laws' house for some Thanksgiving dinner, and it was nice. 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 But but now everybody's sick, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Which is why, uh, just like COVID times, we're on week two of being away from each other. Week two. Week two. I uh, We found out this afternoon that three of the people we were with yesterday had uh, strep throat, apparently. So yep. I called Mike and let him know. And being that uh, being that his wife's been off work for a couple of weeks because of her surgery, we just figured we didn't want to overcomplicate things and yeah. you know risk risk uh, her sorry, getting sick or anything like that. Risk. You didn't want to risk it. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder if I'm getting something because my voice has been cracking all night. So well, see, this is this is why I stayed home. Yeah. Um, yep. But uh, yeah, no, we just didn't, didn't want to risk it. It's one of those things where it's like there's no sense. And I hadn't even torn all of the stuff down over down here yet. I was waiting until the last possible second because I'm lazy anyway. And we just finished the movie about, I don't know, half hour sure. ago. So <laughs> I hadn't even torn the stuff down yet. I'm like, eh. <laughs> I don't, wait, so you're telling me that I don't have to leave the house. I can do this with no pants on if I want to. Uh, and I don't have to tear the stuff down to bring it over to you. Done. Done. But I still did make... Are you wearing, are you wearing pants? Currently? No. Okay. Good. Yeah, no, no. So I was going to be disappointed in you if you were. No, actually, all of my laundry is in in the laundry, so I had to steal pair her uh, pair her shorts. Oh, and by you don't shorts, have I mean you, g-string. You don't have your <laughs> you don't have your lounge kilt on. Oh, I could have, I could have, I don't. It's not the time of year for it, really. No, no, I'm wearing pants, James. But I'm wearing well, my good pants. I'm wearing the the oh I thought I was wearing my brown pants. I'm not though. I was gonna say <laughs> the, my might... good pants, the brown ones. <laughs> you know, in case you shit yourself, it's perfect. <laughs> no one knows. You and I have different ideas of why pants are good or not. Oh, those are the best pants to wear. Mine, like a... mine are because they look nice. Yours are because you can shit yourself in them. <laughs> Dude, if you're ever on like a super long flight somewhere, wear the brown pants just in case. Yep, that guy on and Delta that's... didn't get the memo about that one. <laughs> That's just travel 101. <laughs> but um, yeah, my Thanksgiving was good though. We uh, did split time between my family and hers, but um, pretty straightforward Thanksgiving, uh, all things considered. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that no, was good. I got some turkey. I got some 
got some other goodies and some stuffings and some <clears throat> talked to uh, talked to the architect and uh, and his, and Mrs. Architect about uh, deep state conspiracy theories. Oh night. boy, that was that was fun. Uh, my and we've lost. My them. guess is you didn't start that conversation, did you? I did actually. Oddly did you? enough, so it it got on to we were talking about. Oh, what was it? We were talking about something, and it had to do with the Palestine stuff right now, which oh, I have no interest in getting into that stuff. Um, yeah. But it got brought up or whatever, and I, I kind of finagled it into like I let I let I let them say their 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 piece, which it wasn't a big deal or anything. I, I just kind of let them say what they were gonna say, <clears throat> and I was just like, I just want everyone to stop killing each other. That's that's yeah. that's, that's that's all I care about. Yeah, that, that's it. I'm not getting into the whole sides thing. I'm not. I, I'm also like I uh, I see everybody talking about it online, and I'm like, for me as a as an American, you know, several thousand miles away from this whole thing going on, that has a history that goes well beyond when we were even born. I'm not going to pretend like I know anything about it. I don't. It, That's know? really what it is. It's not that I don't care. It's just I'm not going to speak out of turn. I'm not going to speak. I'm not going to speak in a way that makes me that makes me sound like I know more than I do because I don't. Right. I'm very ignorant when it comes to all that stuff over there, and, and I will gladly admit that. And you can educate yourself about it, of course, but like you're like de- de- depending on your sources, you don't know what side of the story you're getting. You don't know what kind of spin you're getting. So. Sure. It's just, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm also, on board. I'm on board with you. I just want people to stop killing each other. As a person that considers himself politically pretty centralist, too, I'm not one of those people that just very easily hears one thing and then I'm like, I put my full weight behind this, you know, saying or I put my full weight behind that. Like, right. I, I tend to be like, okay, well, that makes sense on that side. That doesn't make sense on that side. Go to the flip side. That makes sense. That doesn't make sense. Like, there's, yeah. There's no hundred percent ever when it comes to politics, wars, uh, anything. There's just not. I mean, the, yeah, I don't you know. have to very right. rarely. You can't. You can't be all. I mean, maybe the you, Holocaust. You can be all in. There's on a lot certain. of definites in the Holocaust. I think that's <laughs> you can <laughs> say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, yeah. it's just yeah, like that's that's like if you want to know my thoughts about something ask me because i like i'm not i'm not all right i'm not all left i'm not all center like there's certain there's i lean every which way on all different things but and it's like are so you i'm, okay, I'm like you i can't just like put all my i can't put all of my opinions into into one side and just go that's what i believe you know yeah yeah so 100 uh but anyway though, i got into that though and i was like you know i just talked about how that and it spun into i was telling them i said listen i love i love conspiracies and i love uh, i love all these kind of things i said but you know what i love i love the hollow earth ufo base under antarctica conspiracies that's what i'm into that's my jam (laughs) and it's so much it's so much more fun than people killing each other this this led into a discussion where um i i I hate to, to announce this and i'm and i'm sorry to the architect but we've lost him uh oh. We've, we've lost him. Why? What's going on? The architect is one is one convincing argument away from becoming a flat earther. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> You're not serious, are you? I'm dead serious. Oh no! Oh god! He pulled out all the buzzwords like, "Look at this! It's really convincing." It, it yeah, no, it's you, not. It makes you think. <laughs> no, this, it doesn't. I'm like, no, Jay, no. It, it does make me think. It makes me think that you're stupid. 
<laughs> oh god, no, dude. I want him. I want. I want him back on the show just so that we can have this conversation. <laughs> Listen, I'm sure there's a flat earth, like a flat earth, ho- or like flat earth or hollow earth movie out there that we could we could do, and then we could have a. We'll do one movie. We'll skip the news. We'll skip the trailers, and then just get into a real serious flat earth conversation we gotta find like a real flat earther though to have on the show (laughs) so that we can argue about it oh oh, they're out there dude they're out there and they'd be happy to come on our show (laughs) what a platform (laughs) 60 whole people will listen to me that's 59 more than my wife Um, but yeah, no, I, I love Jay to death and we were having a lot of fun with it. By the end of the conversation though, it's so, it's so funny. He's like, I'm not saying it's flat. I'm just saying it's not what we think it is. I'm like, okay, I can give, I can put some validity down to maybe it's not what we think it is outside of the fact that it's a circle <laughs> and it's not flat. He's like, it's not flat. It's just bigger than we think it is. I'm like, okay, Jay. <laughs> oh boy. He's not, he's oh, not one of those. He's not one of those people who thinks that the sun is fake too, is he? Uh, no, but he did, but he did or it's show, like, or it's only like 150 miles away or something like that. He did show me a video proving how the surface of the moon is an exact, uh, duplicate of the continents on earth. Is that, is that accurate or? According to the video, but I mean. And, well, I, I, and, I, I, and I mean, videos are true. The, yeah, if there's the anything ones on we, the internet. If there's yeah. anything we know is that videos are true if it's on video. I'll see if I can find something when we break about it, but it's <laughs> it's I'm just like Jay. <laughs> oh no, dude. This is uh this is gonna get brought up at the Christmas party. It has to. Because I, I, I don't think I can let it go. So you That's guys fine. talked about all the shit you're not supposed to talk about at Thanksgiving. You talked and about politics, great. you talked about religion. Yeah. That was great. Talked about the flat earth. Well, the funny thing is, is, um, is, is the in-laws are really into it too. Like, like, uh, Darla and Randy are super into it too. Oh boy. Oh God. <laughs> not, not on Justin's side. Just oh. like, just, but, but on more my side. Like we're just, like, I, every time I bring up aliens, Randy would just be like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Fucking aliens, dude. <laughs> oh, it was great. It was great. It was so much fun. Oh, I married boy. into the right family. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Until it takes a, takes a weird turn in a few years and they all become preppers. Well, you know, <laughs> at least we got somewhere to go if the shit hits the fan, right? That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> it, it does, well, it does me. pay to, it does pay to have a family member with a bunker somewhere. <laughs> oh my god yep hey so if you do the living situations in bunkers in the bedrooms even if it's a single bed is it still considered a bunk bed a bunk a bunker bunker bed a bunk bed yeah 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 i Damn, would say yes I love a bunk bed <laughs> although i i can't think of one i just as a future prepper myself probably I can't think of a situation where I would have a room with only one single bed in it. Well, you know. That just seems like a waste of space. It's called a master. Like like three high at least, you know? Oh, you're not taking your family with you. Three you're high. Going, you're just going down yourself. <laughs> well, but this if but if solo I solo bunking. But if I end up in a situation like uh ten Cloverfield Lane where Mary Elizabeth Winstead ends up at my door, am I gonna not let her in? <laughs> well yeah, but wouldn't you only want a single? Uh, oh, <laughs> you start with the bunks, and then over time, you know, over time she moves from the from the third bunk down to the second, and then down into the, you know, you keep cutting it down because you're like, we need firewood. <laughs> <laughs> it's not intentional. I swear. Oh, 
All right. Well, speaking of things that will never happen or have never happened, why I, su- I suck at this these days. <laughs> Let's get into some corrections from last week. Well, James, uh, you know that sound, that beautiful, beautiful sound uh, means that we just got everything right last week. Everything was just spot on. It's not that we didn't listen to it. It's no. just that we were 100% correct. Yeah, we we definitely both listened to the oh, episode. Of, of course we did. All the way through <laughs> and found nothing wrong. Yeah, yeah. That I listened happened. to it twice. That happened. Mike listened to it twice. <laughs> I was there, so I listened to it twice, too. So uh, yeah, you know so we're telling you, you the truth. That's what you get this week. It's uh, it's been it's a holiday week. We don't have the kind of time we normally do. So guess what? Listening didn't happen. So we are just going to assume we were a hundred percent correct. Oh, you didn't listen to said. it. Sorry, James. Peek behind the curtain. The fuck, dude. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. If we listen to it, and we and there's something like absolutely glaring, we'll hit it next week. But uh, until then, we're fucking geniuses. Yeah, that's yeah. all there is to it. I'd, I'd rather just I'd rather just stick with that narrative, even if we did get stuff wrong. We're fucking that's, that's, geniuses. That's, that's totally fine by me. Uh, so, well, since All we're right. geniuses, so since, James. So since we were flawless last week. What are we doing this week? Um, this week is part two of our Terrifier retrospective, wherein we watched Terrifier. If you're confused because you thought we watched Terrifier two weeks ago, that was the Terrifier short. This is the first Terrifier full-length feature this is terrifying uh, from, long from damien <laughs> leone uh to go along they, with that why do they call him that why what do they call that if if a short film is a short how come a feature length isn't considered a long a long film yeah like i don't we know. watch we watch the longy instead of the short <laughs> we watch you know? the longy <laughs> the long we, we watch the uh we, we watch the talkies oh was it a short or was it a longy it was a longy <laughs> <laughs> Um. So that's again, beautiful. from on what? So that's that's a beautiful way of saying it. I like it. So <laughs> we're gonna call them longies from Especially now. Especially in the old guy voice. Ah, yeah. You saw the show. You saw the longie, huh? Yeah, the talkies. See. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is un, uh, from Untitled Art, which is the same place we had for our first episode, right? Oh, there's gonna be a theme for all three of these episodes. It's all a theme. four once the the new one comes out. Once the new one comes out, it's yes. a theme. So from Untitled Art. This is soft serve, soft serve orange IPA. Listen, it's James, a six. Po- what? Oh, oh, go on. I'm sorry, I thought you're done. It's a six point zero percent alcohol by volume, sixteen fluid ounces India Pale Ale with orange and vanilla flavored vegan soft serve, caramel coloring, colored with fruits, vegetables, turmeric, and an- anato anato anato. Uh, brewed and canned Double by Untitled Art, Mister Anato. <laughs> That's, that's Brewed and canned by Untitled, Untitled Art, Wanakee, Wisconsin. Artwork by Stephanie Heyman. Did I call... I think I said Stephen Heyman on the first Maybe episode. it was Stephen. Maybe it is was it, Stephen. Oh, you think this is like a... Could be a family affair. A family family kind of deal? I don't want to assume that it's husband and wife, but yeah, Who possibly knows? siblings or something. Wow. Maybe. Well, look at that. Isn't, that. isn't that adorable? You, you don't know, James. They could be husband, wife, and siblings. Yeah, I mean... You don't know. It's Wisconsin. Yeah, it's Wisconsin. Weird shit know. happens over there. <laughs> yeah, and we say that without feeling bad about it, because fuck Green Bay, those well, bastards. Well, but the things I, they do with but cheese honestly, over there, I feel like that's that's the least they could do. 
Did you watch the... Oh, you didn't watch the Lions game, Oh, did I you? did. That's why we lost, because I watched oh, the game. Oh, you did. Okay, so you lost I'm this game you. for... Okay, I'm well, telling you. I'm telling you, dude. You stopped for the rest of the season, then. I, I didn't intentionally watch it. I was in a place where it was on. What do you want from me? Just awful. Um, all right, I, you just chugged your beer. I got to chug the rest of mine so that I can fill this up, so go ahead. Uh, yeah, so uh, picking this out, obviously we're doing Untitled Art again. There's nothing... There's, there's a few things in this world that I like more than a soft serve b orange and c an ipa you know very few yep. things i yep. like i like snossages maybe more than those things i like my wife more than those things uh and i like uh maybe maybe um you know maybe a nice like hot off hot off the grill homemade slider slider sandwich you know that, maybe I like that more than soft serve, but but that's it. That's my top of, three. That's it. Of all, <laughs> of all foods to like more than other things, just a hot <laughs> off the grill slider. I, I mean, oh, I, is there much better? I can't. No, there's not really. I came across <laughs> a uh, a picture from a, uh, about a year ago, and what? Is there a lot of shit in there? I was gonna say it's it not, did look kind of chunky bad. when I was there, pouring it. Chunky though. Oh, that's chunk McGunk. Is it? Uh, is it? Is it, uh, is it not supposed to look like that? I feel like the last one was chunky too. I have no idea. Not it this chunky. Holy shit! What's the date this, on it? This is chunk tastic. Oh, it says twelve two twenty three. Yeah, it says that it's good, so we're we're gonna go with All right, it. Well, we're gonna go for it. That we're, I mean, we're letting it ride. I mean, if you look at the top once it settles, it does look like mold. <laughs> but we're gonna. Jeez. We're gonna give her a go. Uh, well, mold's have... not mold's not all bad, you know. You eat blue cheese, so. Oh no, I got a ton of it in my house. It's fine. That's that's proof. That's proof. <laughs> <laughs> you ever just scrape it off and spread it on a cracker? On my toast, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's give this all a right. try. Hopefully, um, we don't get salmonella from this or something. Good lord, that's yeah. That's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of stuff. Should we look a... this up before we drink it to see nope. if it's supposed to be like that? No, I'm going to take a picture of it, and then if I drink it and I get sick, I'm going to sue them. So, all right, I've got photo evidence. Uh, you know, I actually am going to look this up real quick. Hold on a second. Untitled Art Orange Soft Serve. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at pictures of it online right now. It's, all the chunks are there. So. It's got the chunks, huh? Chunks right. are there. Let's give it a go. Cheers, bud. Ching. Oh, it tastes like a creamsicle. Untitled Art has done it again. That is delicious. That's good. I liked the last one better. The uh, cherry cinnamon one. That cherry pie, cherry pie alamode. Last week was better. Last week that was, was better. Delicious. I'll give you that. This is really good, though. This is delicious, though. Yeah. Yeah. I could definitely... Uh, it's very uh, kill it. That is opaque too. It's like it's chunky. There's no light getting through that. Uh, this this is this is what they drank out of the out of the giant bowl in bad taste, and you get the chunky bits. Oh, I got the chunky bit. That that that's what this is. I'll untie the lucky. <laughs> untie the lucky one. Gross. Um, what are you right. sending to me? Check check your phone, and I want you to read this Facebook uh, marketplace ad that I found. Okay. <laughs> Just read it out loud without looking at it. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what this is for, but it's make your own muff 
from the Child Size Muff Foundation. Only ten dollars. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Human track of ha- human trafficking is taking a dip. Child Size Muff Foundation. That's a horrible combination of words. That's awful. Why would you? It is. Why awful. would you put that on Facebook? I, th- I think we were trying to figure I mean, out what I, it was. I think it's, it's a one muff. of those things that you put and you put in front of you, put both your hands. Well, in. it's is a hand muff. Is? Yeah. Okay. It's okay. Not, yeah, that's called a muff. But I've never, like, I've never heard that term before. <laughs> but to, but to put the combination of words <laughs> "child size muff foundation" on Facebook is just oh, it's like so you bad. like like how do you not realize what you're doing? You I know? don't know. I don't know. It's that's like just say for a bad time though. Like say hand warmer in this situation. <laughs> if you're gonna say child size. Say hand warmer. <laughs> you know, somewhere, some, some, sometime, somewhere, there's going to be like a pedophile in the news, and he's just going to be like, "Whoa, they're just hand warmers." <laughs> oh God, dude! What the fuck? It's all your fault. <laughs> That's awful. That was a terrible uh, joke. Gross, gross, gross. Yeah, that, I, right. I, I saw that though, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> uh, anyway, this beer's delicious, James. It is good. It is very good. It is very chunky, though. Like you can it is. It is. those those chunks hit you when you when you like when you suck it in. Like it's it does that little. This is not getting better. It's um. Oh, this is why no one. It's equal parts. It's equal parts pleasurable and disturbing, which is how my sex life has was, uh, I, has been described. I was literally the, just going to uh, say the same thing. So equal parts pleasurable and disturbing. So that's huh. uh, that's pretty good. But uh, I don't. I do. I do not like it as much as the cherry pie ala mode. Well, that, that cherry that one pie was, one. That one was a ten out of ten. Yeah, that's that's hard to beat. That's going to be really tough. But we got uh, we got a couple more tries with them, and we're going to keep right. trying them. So. All right. So that is uh, soft serve orange IPA from Untitled Art. That's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. Let's get into trailer trash. All right, James. Uh, we only have one trailer this week, and this is a trailer for a movie that we have talked about on the news in previous weeks. Oh, yeah? That's called follow up. That's called oh okay. We're not usually pretty good at that. Uh, no, but this we're is not. A, this is for a movie called The Cello, which is Darren Lynn Bowsman's new movie, uh, starring Tobin Bell. So you got Bowsman back together with Bell. It's a horror movie. Nothing more terrifying than a cello. I guess. Call, so we'll see. They call it the Bowsman Bell effect. Ooh, I like that. That actually sounds very scientific. It does. Oh, I'm sorry. You've been diagnosed with the Bowsman Bell effect. <laughs> Bowsman Bell syndrome. Uh, they call it it's the Bowsman Bell effect. This, this episode is going off the rails. I don't know what just happened, but we're in a weird mood. All right. Uh, this is the trailer for The Cello. Sean. Hadalik. This cello is a true find. But those that hear it weep. Ah, the man with the cello.
interesting. All right, so it's just, I, a, just a teaser for this week. We have one trailer, and it's, and it's a teaser. just a teaser. I can find something else for you if you want me to. There is something else um, we could watch, but... Oh, is there? There is. I mean, I, I could go for another trailer, but let's talk about that one first. Yeah, okay. While um, I'm on that... Uh, I can't not hear Tobin Bell talk and not think of Jigsaw. It just it will just never pi- happen. I'm just picturing a Saw movie where he's like, "Oh, you found the cello." <laughs> like, the, what those, what trap is that? Those do the who uh, do the strings the cut your neck or something? Like the well, wrong. They already, they already did that in the new. <laughs> they already did that in the new movie. <laughs> mm, that is true. Those who listen to this cello weep. That's <laughs> Jeremy Irons. Like what? What the dude? His. The line that he just delivered just now, thats I could just listen to that whole line for two hours. I didn't just, know that Jeremy ah, Irons was even in this movie, so that's that's exciting. That's cool. Ah, it's the man with the, the cello. With the cello. <laughs> that's it. That was it. That's all I need. Uh, I just sent you a, uh, a link for another trailer here. Sorry, everybody. We're doing this on the fly tonight. It's it is what it is. Just it is what it, it is, um, babies. It's uh, it's uh, it's post Thanksgiving. It's we're just this is our tri trifipta lane or whatever that's called episode trip, where we're half trip, asleep. Tryptophan. Trifipta lane. Talk about over tryptophan. <laughs> no, tryptophan. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said. Try tryptophan. Try tryptophan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Trip to flip them, hun. <laughs> oh god. Um this is this is like a live episode. When people do live episodes, like this is usually how it goes. This is what the show is tonight. Um, yeah, no, the cello though I think looks it, it has the. I don't know how that could be bad with that with that combination of people. You know, Jeremy Irons, Tobin Bell, Darren Lynn Bowsman. I know a lot of Bowsman stuff can be kind of kitsch, but like I, I like Bowsman a lot. And I do too. Jeremy Irons is just creepy. Tobin Bell can play creepy very well. There's just I don't know. I feel like this is going to be one of those ones that kind of comes out of left field for a lot of people. And when it comes out, it's probably going to be more regarded than other Bowsman movies. Well, it looked cool, too. I I can't really get a good sense of what it was about, but there's definitely... uh, Well, he said this cello makes people weep, so the sound of the cello is like a a haunted cello. Did you see that little... Did you see the little sneaks right at the end where there was like a... uh, Actually, I'm looking at the... I'm looking at this picture from this film that the trailer that you just sent me. Did you notice yeah. that right at the end of the cello there was a person that looked a lot like that? I did not. There was like a just a little sneaks like where it was a couple of frames of a really like messed up face. So it, okay. it looks to me like maybe the the cello itself is a haunted object and maybe it yeah. has something to do with a connection to the dead or something like that. Yep. That's yep. just that's that. my speculation, but that's that's kind of what I that's what I think they're going to go for. Uh, yeah, so what do we? Good, so what do we have here? All right. So this next uh, trailer is for a movie that is is already out. I believe you can stream it on Screenbox, which we got to do. We got to get Screenbox because I feel like they're killing it lately. Yeah. Um, but this is a movie called Visitors, and it's being described as the ultra gory Japanese anthology in the vein of Evil Dead. TM bloody disgusting. Um, all those things sound good to me. I've already seen and own a Japanese version of Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. If this is anything like it, we're doing a double feature for the show. It is happening. Nice. Um, but uh, anything that is in that is described as like Evil Dead, I'm going to be into. So 
Um, this is not for a movie that apparently is coming out. It is already out, but hey. But we're watching it for we funsies, it. and then maybe we're, we're gonna it. maybe we're gonna get Screenbox soon and watch it for realsies. Uh, yeah, like tonight. Um, <laughs> okay, this is the trailer for Visitors. I am so into that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that looks bonkers. That's worth getting Screenbox just on its own. Uh, that looks awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah, and Lloyd Kaufman's in it, Lloyd apparently. Lloyd Kaufman's just fuck? randomly in it. It was... Man, that looks good. It looks really good. Yeah, uh, it looks and I didn't know it's... Super like, low budge, it's, but it looks awesome. It started with... Uh, there's something in... Uh, there's something so scary about... And, and this is a... It's a pretty commonly used um, trick in horror movies, but like... The first of all, you know how I feel about people who aren't facing you. Oh yeah, you know, like oh, people people with their back to you. That's a scary thing to me, like because you never know what their intentions are. And then when that person starts slamming their head into something, that's a like that's that's something in in any movie where if somebody starts doing that, it's scary as shit to me. So they start this trailer with somebody doing that, and you think, oh, this is going to be really dark and really scary, and then she turns around and screams. And then like a a hive song starts playing. I don't know. It was, it, I don't think it was actually the hives. It was but like, very. It was very garage rock. Yeah, like yeah. a hives esque uh, song starts playing, and it's just like, yeah, like garage rock, like punk rock. Well, all of these demons are running around and people being disemboweled and shit with. <laughs> It just, it looks awesome. I love the taglines on it too, though. It's like chainsaw, agriculture, dancing. Friendship. (laughs) (laughs) And then it says, and then what did it say? Don't, don't scream, dance or something like that. Yeah. We're, so we're definitely going to have to do this movie with, uh, bloody muscle bodybuilder from hell. Oh yeah. Um, that, that needs to happen. That, that's a must maybe that uh um, didn't we did we talk about getting the do we talk about getting the bloody good guys in on that one we totally could they've already done it for their show oh did they yeah i because i wanted to do it for ours but um you know because because there's so much crossover between our two shows we couldn't do it in the same week oh well so i put it on hold oh but is that what it was okay it. all right well yeah so uh, um yeah that looks fun that's though. uh visitors yeah that's yeah that's looks worth, great that's worth that how much is Screenbox? I don't know. I think it's probably a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars? What? <laughs> Guessing? What are you ta- like, what are you talking I don't about? Know. I have no idea. You don't know what a, uh, you don't know what a screen this... box subscription costs. I've never gotten it, so no, I don't know. Oh. Um, apparently, though, the uh, the synopsis for this is that a a rock and roll band drop in unannounced on a friend and find themselves plummeting into a wacko reverie of monsters and mayhem. Sure, into it. That kind of sounds like you're. Uh... Your your movie that you were writing <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> you mine's be- based on a true story. You better uh, you better get on that because people keep scooping know, up your right? ideas. I know. Ooh, I got something to tell you about that in a minute. But. Dude, Screenbox is four ninety nine a month. Just just do it. Just do it. Just do I'm it. I'm going to. 
Cool. All right. Uh, all right, cool, dude. Uh, well, let's move on here, dude. Cool guy. Hey, cool. Hey, cool guy, hey, dude. cool guy. Let's uh, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Those were the trailers. We are getting sufficiently trashed. That's true. Let's get into the bleed feed. <laughs> All right, James, uh, not a ton of news this week. Oh, go figure. Uh, shockingly. Yeah. I mean, we did... Uh, okay, should we should we peek behind the curtain here? Uh, I don't, it depends on what we, curtain you're peeking behind here. <laughs> um, okay, so you remember that changing room? Yes. In Frankenmuth. Yes. Yeah. I do. Yeah, we, 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 we saw how the taffy gets made. Hell yeah. You, I saw how spin, Mike. I saw how Mike pulls his taffy. <laughs> <laughs> last week, uh, last week uh, we had some. Uh, the reason that it got released a couple of days late, we ran into a couple of uh, recording issues. We'll call it that. Well, nobody is to blame. <laughs> um, but no, I'll, ta- but I'll, I'll take the blame. I was a dumbass. Somehow I fucked up my track, and uh, we we lost a good portion of the show. Uh, but we had to re-record it, and guess what? You didn't even know the difference, did you? You didn't <laughs> you c- do it. You couldn't tell. So we did the we did do the news portion of it and uh, some other stuff after the fact. So we touched on some stuff last week, even though there wasn't a whole lot of news even last week. Um, touched on some on some stuff that would have happened this week. Already did it. Not going back there. So guess what? You got two pieces of news this week. That's it. That's it. Not a whole lot. Like literally. I'm sorry. Three. Nope. Two. I can't count. Two. Because <laughs> this is still the visitors tab I have up. Um, okay. Uh, the biggest story of the week uh, is Scream 7. The new Scream movie that is going to be coming out sometime in the future. Mm-hmm. This week started off with news that Melissa Barrera uh, was fired from oh, she was the production. Fired? fired from the production. I heard that uh, she, I heard that she wouldn't be back. I didn't know she was fired, though. Yep, she was one of the leads in the last two uh, last two screen movies, and she was fired because of her stance. And we're not getting into it, but we are fired because of her. Or she was fired rather because of her stance on the Palestine Israeli wow. war that's going on right now. Wow, which you're seeing a lot in Hollywood right now. Apparently, if you back or have anything positive whatsoever to say about one side or the other, you get fired. I don't know how it works. That's just how they're doing it, and it's shitty and it's stupid. <sighs> And let people have a voice. Yeah, wow, wild. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave it at that. Um, wild times. But man. that's the, apparently the reason that she was fired. Uh, and then on the heels of that, though, Jenna Ortega announced she would no longer be a pro, uh, appearing in Scream Seven. <laughs> okay, so so in so, the span of a week, so don't they lost both of their stars. So don't make it. <laughs> that's if you're if you're getting rid of two of your the the the, the, the fuck was oh. Uh, if you're getting rid of the two the two stars who everybody wanted to see come back, don't make it. I don't know. Well, that's the thing though too. Like they they claim they, it's funny they they claim uh, there was another news article that I was reading about uh, Jenna Ortega, who arguably is the top star now after Nev Campbell made her exit, and now that uh, certain other characters are no longer in the movie, sure. outside of Courtney Cox, Jenna Ortega is the biggest star in the movie. I would even dare to say she's bigger than Courtney Cox. In terms of stardom, now bigger than maybe not bigger than Cox, you're saying. 
Yes. She is big. Okay, she's yes. bigger than Cox. Okay, we're going to see. Okay. She, I mean, she's a tiny girl, but she is bigger, bigger than, than most Cox. Bigger than Cox, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but like, my point is, though, is to, to not have her, that's that's a huge loss. Yeah. That, that, that's a big, big loss. And they claim, oh, there was never any plans to factor Ortega into the next Scream movie. Bullshit. Yeah, there's, bullshit. there's no I, way. I, I am... I am screaming bullshit at you. Yeah. You're just trying to make a, a bad situation and you're trying to flip it and spin it into your favor. Fuck yeah. you. Um, there's, there's that yeah, with, the, like, with her popularity as Wednesday and said so there's absolutely no way that they were not planning on writing her into the movie. The, the thing is, is that the, the actresses, um, what's her name? Melissa Barrar, her statements, whatever she made, would be known by some people, sure, because she has a big following online, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But the majority of the people probably have no idea what she wrote on fucking Twitter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, 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 the, the, the big deal that these people make out of this stuff is crazy to yeah. me. It's absolutely crazy. And it's a, and it's a big blow to the Scream franchise, which I've really been enjoying what they've been doing. So now they have to find new protagonists. Basically, they got to recast the leads again for Scream. Yeah. There was talk of them bringing Nev Campbell back. And what sucks for her is that if they finally give her the payday that she wants, like if they finally pay her what she feels that she's worth to the to the franchise, mm-hmm. it sucks because now she's coming in on the heels of this, and that character will now be tarnished no matter what. Right. You know, like they can't bring her back in in and have good faith with the fans because they know right. why, and it's yeah. stupid. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's um, yeah that sucks. That's all. It's all dumb. It's it's whatever. Yeah. But. We'll see where Scream 7 goes. I'm sure they're going to make it, so we'll see. I mean, I'll still watch it, but yeah, yeah. Supporting the hand that feeds, I get it. But, like, whatever. It is what it is. Um, Syndicate Collectibles. You ever heard of them? Syndicate Collectibles? I'm not sure. Yeah. Eh, probably Maybe. not because they're brand new. Oh. <laughs> uh, they're a new toy company okay. on the on the scene, uh, but they're making a big splash by putting out collectibles from uh, Ghoulies, Killer Clowns, The Howling, Pumpkinhead. They've big big franchises. They're putting stuff out, and they tease. And I'm only this is only news because I'm excited about it because I need this in my life. <laughs> uh, but they tease that they are making a full sized screen accurate replica. Of Ash's Chainsaw from Army of Darkness. Oh, yeah. I was that was a thing that you okay. are going to be able to buy. I saw this <laughs> yesterday, and I was going to send it to you, and I said, I know somebody who's got a birthday coming up. <laughs> did they say how, like did they say how much it's uh, going to... What's that? I'm sure it's going to be hundreds of dollars. I'm sure. A hey, lot of these big hey, collectibles bud. places, they don't make a ton of them. Hey, bud, you're worth it. Yeah. Thanks, you're wor- man. You're worth it. I'll take it. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> Um, but, uh, anyway, though, yeah, that's literally, that's the news. There's, there, there was not a ton that happened this week at all. All right. It's been kind of a, kind of a boring week. Well, yeah. hey man, that just gives us more time to talk that's about it. Art and his, uh, yeah. his, his fun activities. He, so, uh, very fun. so we're going to take a little bit of a break and when we get back, Terrifier. Terrifying, prepare, me, baby. Prepare to get terrified sweeties prepare yourself <laughs> all right we will be back throughout this you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp and graphic macabre torturous images that defy description
Hey, James. Hey, man. Are you terrified? I am. Always. Most of the time. Are you, are you, are you terrifying? Uh, no. Unless you're, you, unless you're a much smaller human being, I'm terrifying to no one. Are you terrifagorated? <laughs> Say that again? <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like I a was slur. Trying to, I was trying to put together <laughs> terrified and aggravated. <laughs> Terrafagravated. Wow. Okay, fine. Let me, let me try that again. Are you terrified? I uh, yes. Yeah, that, that, that's kind of, that's yeah. what I was trying to get to. Yeah. Um, that's, that sounds that sounds much less like you're a bigot. Oh, I should probably edit that out. But if I do edit it, then that, that's like an admission of guilt, and there is no guilt, so I'm letting it lay. <laughs> I'm letting it lay. Um. Anyway, Terrifier from 2016, directed by guys Damien Leone. You know, fucking Damien Leone. <laughs> uh, so this is the feature length version of uh, the short film Terrifier, which we covered uh, exactly two weeks ago. Uh, on Halloween night again, uh, Tara Hayes finds herself as the obsession of a sadistic murderer known as Art the Clown. I bet her middle we name got- is. I bet her middle name is Fire. Terra Fire Haze. Terra Fire Haze. Oh, 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 I didn't put that together. <laughs> I bet you it is. Uh, yeah, so this movie is starring uh, Jenna Keneal as Tara. Uh, her friend Victoria, who is played by Samantha Scafaldi. No, 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 no. Wrong what? wrong on both accounts. Oh, am I? For, first, oh, well, first we're going to go with Jenna Keneal. Because yeah. how did you Jen- get Keneal from that? Victoria Keneal. is her sister. Victoria is her sister. Played I'm sorry. by Samantha Scaffidi. See, they need to put or last Scafidi. names on the characters, and then I know who we're talking about. Well, you know one I mean? of one of them is extremely dark haired, and one of them is extremely blonde. But both are extremely. Fa ha ha! Her true, her friend her friend Dawn is played Dawn. by Catherine Corcoran. That's uh, the we one. Of cl- we of course have uh, Art the Clown back, played this time by David Howard Thornton. For the first time, and magnificently, mwah, compliments Mag- to the chef. Magnificently, the chef. put a T on that. Comments to the chef, and then I'd, <laughs> I'd say probably the uh, probably the last uh, notable person in the cast here would be uh, shit. What it keeps the cat lady, uh, Puya the cat lady, Puya Moseni. Yeah, okay, a cat lady played by Puya Moseni. Moseni. I would say Mike the Exterminator. Yeah, Mike the Exterminator. Give him his due. Played by Matt yeah. McAllister. Apparently, apparently, and now that name looks different. There's somebody in this movie who was part of that whole like uh, clown thing that was on the news back in 2016, where there was just random clowns on street corners. Oh yeah, that was fun. Apparently, one of the people in this movie was a part of that. I thought it was the no, it wasn't the exterminator. It was the coroner. I think it was the coroner. And that was for it though, wasn't it? No, we'll see. Well, no one. I don't. Think, I don't think that it was really attributed to anybody i think people just were creepy and was... clown movies came out around then so oh, they, okay of course yeah. linked one to the other and that was that was who did you say the I, coroner i thought uh, that it was no Corey i thought Duvall? it was the exterminator i said coroner i misspoke i thought it was the exterminator but that name doesn't sound familiar now so oh. whatever we'll, we'll come back to that All correction right. for next week um but uh but yeah uh terrifier james did they make good on the short Terrifier James, of course they did. Um, I feel like, yeah, they just they took it and they ramped it up to eleven with this one, and I felt like I felt like 
did a pretty pretty damn good job of like really getting you in some situations that were super tense too. Like this movie does that really well. It's uh it does. There it does. there were like I don't I don't get that feeling with too many movies, but there there were times in this movie mainly because one of my complaints could also be chalk like one of my complaints could be put in the same category as why this movie works with its suspenseful moments and that's because the characters are so unforgivably stupid. Oh well, yeah, of course <laughs> it's they are. Like, well, there's just so many there's so many parts where you're just like yeah, obviously it, don't do that. Like just yeah, just fucking yeah. run, you know? Just run. Yeah, yeah. or or <laughs> Shoot him way more times and take his mask off and do something like yeah don't, yeah don't hit him in the stupid, head stupid don't hit him in the head syndrome. once right stupid hero syndrome we'll call yeah, it that. that was on full display yeah. that being said though um you know Damien Leone these movies were always for him they were always and I've heard him talk about this they were they're always a showcase for Art the Clown A and B his special effects that's what they were. And right. I think that this movie is is exactly that to a to a T, but also to a detriment. I will say, I like this okay. movie a ton. I'm not going to say that I didn't like this movie, but it is yeah. not without its faults. Um, and we, we can get to those faults later. We can we can wax poetic about how much we loved it first. That's that's perfectly fine. That being said, it's not. Um, I feel like Terrifier two will be better than this movie in terms of story, character development, and actually giving a shit about the people in the story. Cause okay. all of those things you were feel like you feel like this, this one was just sort you feel like this one was just sort of an extension of the short where it was I more do. so more so just about like let's set up I the do. characters and real quick. I'm okay quick. with that. And I'm okay with that to a de- to a degree, but like it goes it goes back to the old thing where it's like, oh, people who love horror movies and people that love gory slasher movies, all they care about is is the blood and the gore and the kills, right? Right. That's not really true though, because as much as we love that stuff, if there's not a good story, cohesive story with like rich characters and everything else to keep you invested, then the movie really is it's lacking, you know, like it doesn't have the things that, you know, it, we're, we're not just gore fans, we're movie fans, you know? Right. And I feel like the, this first Terrifier movie, and I get it, it's his first movie, I'm not like giving him shit for it, but like, I feel like this first movie though was definitely super heavy in the, I want to show off my blood and gut skills versus I want to show off my actual movie creating skills. Does that make sense? Right. No, no, I, I, I do agree because um, you already have several proofs of concept with the Ninth Circle and with All Hallows Eve and with yep. the Terrifier short. So, yeah, you're right. Like, take a, take a little more time, let it breathe a little bit more. And I know that he did. I know that was this wasn't just my criticism. I, after I watched the movie, I was reading a bunch of stuff about it. Other people definitely had that same criticism. And from my understanding, he took that to heart and spent a lot more time on the story for Terrifier 2. Cool. So I'm excited to watch Terrifier 2. Uh, but in terms of the first movie, yeah, it's good. This is It's a cult classic now for a reason. It's, right. It's, it's a psychotic clown, a creepy fucking clown that goes around and kills people and the gore is amazing and you know as gore hounds we absolutely even though there's no story we still appreciate it you know yeah 
Absolutely. Just, just because it's not everything that we're looking for in a movie doesn't mean we don't appreciate it. And we fucking do. And this movie is to a T. <laughs> exactly that. Yeah. Um, so let's jump into the story a little bit. So you have a uh you start off basically with um Tara and Dawn, who are obviously mm-hmm. coming from a Halloween party. Now, Tara, I mentioned to you earlier because you said that she looked familiar. Well, wait, um, before we before we do this, the, start with the opener because the opener is important. Oh, the ar- oh the, the opener the is important, and also we forgot to mention the the return of um, uh, what's her name, uh, McGuire. Was it Stephanie McGuire? What the hell was her name? Uh, Katie. Katie McGuire. Uh, yep. He brings her back to play the anchor or the 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 interviewer, TV interviewer in the beginning of this movie, and she's interviewing. A person who it says is the lone survivor of the the Halloween massacre, and um, you see this woman whose face is just like all mangled. She's only got one eye left, and you don't even know if that eye works because it's all glazed over. And yeah, um, she's in her uh, dressing room after the after the interview, and she's just. She's kind of talking shit about this girl that she just interviewed, talking about how disgusting she was and stuff. If I ever looked like that, just fucking kill me. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> right after well, you, she you think says I'm not that, serious, I'll do it myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, real, real bitch. Right after that, uh, this person who's all messed up and who is obviously a victim of um, of Art the Clown pops out of nowhere and gouges her eyes out, and uh, it's it's a pretty gnarly beginning to the movie. And spoilers, spoilers here, because we're going to, you think that that is just like a pre-story. Like, that's something that happened beforehand, now this is what happens after. Well, you know who I thought, you know who I thought that was? Who's that? I thought it was the woman, you know how the, uh, the, um, costume designer in the Terrifier short, or the All Hallows Eve short, rather, but also also the Terrifier short, you know when she's running from art and she sees that, that, uh, um car on the side of the road yeah and she goes up to the car and the woman has oh, her face yeah, yeah, yeah. i thought it was yeah. that chick that's who i thought the, the that the prosthetic was did look very familiar it did it did which I, I mean it makes sense like he probably being that damien leon does all of his, the special effects himself he probably finds you know a look that he likes and he continues he he's like oh i use this in the short i'm going to use the same kind of look in the movie because i really liked what i did with that so yeah it caused a little bit of confusion for me because it looked so much like that victim that I just assumed that that was the the survivor that they were talking about. Sure. Um, so yeah, well, if they wanted it's a, to saw the shit out of it. They could have, but this goes back to this, and right. she was the chick in the car. <laughs> right. Um, so it's a little bit of a misdirect, and for more than one reason. So we move on from that point. That's when you catch up with Tara and Dawn coming from a Halloween party. Correct. Um, I mentioned Jenna Cannell looked familiar. We recently watched her in, well, not recently, but uh, she was the lead character in the Bye, the Bye Bye Man. Oh, was she really? Bye Bye. Did you? Okay, the that's pe- not what the, I thought you were getting at. The pee Because I actually didn't man. even notice that. She's also. Uh, yeah, okay, here you go. <laughs> do, do you, oh, so you know this already, I'm assuming? I, I noticed it today when I was looking at it, yeah. Yeah, so she's uh, Des Rocks, who I was talking about going to see his show uh, last week. Last week, yep. He's got, 
he's got a very cool like his the imagery that he uses in a lot of his music videos and stuff is horror inspired especially around that uh the i think it was his second album mm-hmm. and he had this uh i think it was two or three videos that came out that starred jenna cannell and it was there was this one especially where she's because she's she's a stunt woman as well as an actress and there's uh one video where she's working her way through a a warehouse and just like beating the shit out of dudes and the like the fight choreography is all really cool too uh we catch up with tara and dawn and they're coming home from a uh from a halloween party and they're just walking along they're drunk and they go to get in their car and uh you see uh they're they're both kind of drunk and they decide that they want to go get some food and then all of a sudden you see art pop up out of nowhere so Art, Art's coming down. He's he, there's there was a montage in the beginning of the movie where Art's like sharpening all of his knives, or whatever. He's making his his whip thing that he's famous for from the uh, first Terrifier short. Um, I like and you seeing see him putting you see him putting his makeup on, which makes him way more human than yeah. he has been in past iterations. I kind I liked seeing that montage in the beginning of the movie of him getting ready because it did humanize him more, but also you know he's not human, so it makes yeah. it more creepy somehow. And sure. just also how, uh, just like how dirty he is about everything, you know, like he's theory. sharpening his blades and stuff, but then he tosses all of his implements into a dirty trash bag and he's just like got this trash bag slung over his shoulder while he's walking around. It's just so, it's so gross and like, yeah, I have a, I, I have a theory about him and I don't think that, uh, it's something that Damien Leone has really thought through. Maybe he has, I don't know. I don't think that it is, but I, but I do have a theory that fits that I like to the fan theorize about him. What's that? And I'll get to and I'll get I'll get to that at the end. All right, don't forget uh, when we know. Yeah, just, just make me make sure that I I don't forget. I won't. So just remember. Just um just just say the word trick to me. Trick. And I'll, and I'll and I'll know what we're talking about. Or um treat. But yeah, so you see this so you see this this montage of him putting his makeup on, making his weapons and all that, and it really really humanizes Art the Clown as a as a character. And I do like that. I said earlier there wasn't a whole lot of character development. There is with art to a degree. Uh, most of the other people are pretty expendable, and, and you don't you don't really ever learn too much about them. Um, but art, though, you do get a little bit of background on. And I feel like this was Damien Leone's way of kind of taking a more out of the demon realm that he was in, at least in the Ninth Circle and and the original Terrifier. Yeah, yeah. Because I I kind of do feel like that. You gotta put yourself into a little bit of a corner when you when you make him a demon. Yeah, and I, I, I like the idea of being more. You don't know, you know, is he this? Is he that? He looks human, but he doesn't act human. So what is he? Kind of a thing. I right. guess that still falls into the realm of being a demon or something like that. But it's not quite on the nose, and I and I appreciate that a little bit more. Well, even in this movie, there's no, there's nothing that suggests like anything supernatural about him until the very end. Until the end, yeah. Which is, I mean, which the is, fact that he gets stabbed in the side and he gets up like nothing ever happened. I mean, yeah, but like, how many natural. how many movies have a psycho killer who gets stabbed and still and still true. gets up and walks around? You know, that's true. So it's not movies. It's not terribly unheard of. I hope that if I ever get stabbed, it's stabbed in a movie so that I can just brush it off. You know. Well, sometime I'll. <laughs> I don't some, want to get stabbed in real life. Sometime I'll stab you in a movie, and okay, we'll see how fine. it goes. <laughs> That's fine. One of those documentaries. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's good. Um, so yeah, <laughs> it's so a whole different kind of stabbing. 
so you see Art, he's putting himself together, and then later on, he shows up, and I, I like how he carries his weapons just in a trash bag over his shoulder. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's, it's totally... Yeah, like I said, like, just so dirty and... Oh, yeah, it's gross, and I, and I love it. It kind of plays he, It kind of plays into this just, like, uh, disheveled, decrepit clown gig, you know? Well, and it's Halloween night, so people aren't afraid of him being dressed up. And it goes into... He, or he walks around a corner of the alley where the two girls have locked themselves out of their car. Or no, they um didn't lock themselves out. They're both too they're too drunk. They can't drive. Yeah. So and they're standing there and Art the Clown walks around the corner and sees them and this is where it starts. And he's just fucking creepy, staring at him, giving him a little like finger wave thing, and then he disappears. It's and the it's, two girls decide not to drive home drunk, so they go to the pizza place next door. And as they're waiting for their pizza, Art walks in, sits down at the booth across from them. And this whole sequence was so fucking creepy. It was. Like, so creepy. <laughs> to the point where I'm wa- we're watching this together, Kristen and I, and I'm just like, this is just like I don't I don't like I don't like this. Like I would I would get up and leave. Yeah. Like th- I, I wouldn't the, stay there. Well, I was thinking about that when I was watching it. I was like, would I get up and leave? Because then you run the risk of him just following you out, you know? And that's yeah, but they had a that's car. even who worse. Cares, who cares? Once they realize that there's a flat, who cares if there's a flat? Get the fuck away from them. Right. Drive on the flat. Just go. Right. It, fix the car later. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, exactly. But yeah, though the one friend, though, who is dumber than bricks and drunk out of her mind, like she's she goes over to Art and sits in his lap and takes pictures, and he's just death-staring her the entire time. It's like, Bitch, you gonna get it. You well, it gonna was, get it. <laughs> it was creepy too how like at first he didn't acknowledge her at all. He was just yeah. staring at Tara the whole, he entire was time. Transfixed on her, yeah. Yeah. And and uh David Howard Thornton just he's a very tall, skinny a tall, skinny, lanky guy and like and his uh facial expressions are because that's that's one of the parts about uh the art makeup is wild, is that like even in the dark because he's 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 all black and white and his mouth is made up to be this giant black grimace. Yeah. And black and like red, like cherry. It's, a, it's a, as his if you teeth ate a are bunch like, of cherries and then never swallowed them. Yeah, his teeth, teeth are like almost bloody looking and yeah. Even when he was in that dark alley and he first walks up, you can kind of see you can see when he smiles at them, which is weird. Oh yeah. yeah. And it, and it's just creepy and unnerving. And also, uh, like I said, David Howard Thornton, like his body language in this role was so was so good. He's got the body language of an actual clown or like a mime, like a, the way a mime is like over well, over expressive with with their movements. He trained as a mime. Oh, did he really? I, I was I had read somewhere that he was actually trained as a mime, and he came in to the audition. He was the sixth person they saw for this, and he came in and he was tall, super skinny. And as uh, as as Damien Leone says, <laughs> um, he had the mannerisms of like Jim Carrey, like, like the character, like cartoon character characteristics of like Jim Carrey or something like that. Oh yeah, he's like that's what I wanted from Art. And I will say, Art the Clown in this movie was hysterical. Like yeah, his mannerisms was. were so fucking funny. Like you and you never see that in a slasher. And I think that's one of the reasons why this character has landed in. I'll say horror pop culture, but even pop culture itself a little bit. Like it's mm-hmm. becoming a household name, even at, at the the small scale that he is right now. Right. But like the the character though is 
brilliant because of that. I've never seen a slasher really invoke that much humor into what they're doing and the way that Art the Clown does. And well, it's, and I, I, it really you know, is like genius. I love it. Like I, you know, ch- like Child's Play or Leprechaun, I would say. But that, That's but even even then, you're though. it's 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 different, especially since Art the Clown never talks. It's all body. It's all body language and facial mm-hmm. expressions. Mm-hmm. And uh, the juxtaposition between, and that's another thing that kind of separates him from other sort of funny slashers, is the amount of violence. Like the yeah. juxtaposition between the things that he's doing and his reaction to the things that he's doing is so, it's funny, but it's also so... He's jovial. It's like so he's creepy, cutting, he's too. He's cutting people up and he's like... <laughs> he's all excited about it and he... He makes these mannerisms with no sound, which the mannerisms without the sound is also super fucking creepy. Yeah, I like, think that that is such an awesome choice by Damien Le- Damien Leone to make the say character. It right, say it right. The fucking Damien Leone. <laughs> it, it's such a it's such a great choice by him to make the character mute. Agreed. Agreed. Because it, it 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 amps up the. It amps up the creepiness factor to 11, and it also uh, forces the actor who's playing art to to really, like, to really... Uh, dial it up as a character. Yeah, dial it up yeah. with, the, with the mannerisms and, the, and like, the physical, um, the, the, the physical performance. I, wish, I do wish that a little bit, though, that he would have taken the Kevin Smith approach in that he's silent throughout the entire movie, but you give him one scene... Where he says something, I feel like that would have been creepy. Um, you know, I I disagree. Like, like the like the hills like the hills run red. Yeah, not the hills have eyes. The hills run red. I I like it in that. I like it in that movie, but I don't. I I don't think that that would be good with art. I think I, that would, I, I, I think it would ruin the character for me personally. I just don't. Yeah, I don't. See, it, I don't like that idea. This is all personal preference, and I and I understand your point on that. I, I I do. I think for me though, it would have made if they were trying to humanize him. Like if they're if they're if they're trying to keep a supernatural element to him, which clearly there is. Yeah. Then then yes, I understand they're not talking. If they're trying to humanize him though, and make him be somebody who was like living amongst us, right? Like maybe he's not in the clown makeup all the time. You know, he's a functional member of society. He'll know how to talk. And by, by giving him like just a simple word or a line or a laugh or something, right. Proves his humanity. And that it takes it to a whole different level of creepy that we're not at in the current series. Does that make sense? I, it makes it makes sense. I just still disagree. I think if okay, I heard any, I think if I heard any sound out of him, it would it would ruin the whole. It would ruin the whole thing for me. What if he personally down and goes? <laughs> <laughs> would that ruin like, it for you? Like I like like literally the only sound he ever makes is from the 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 horn the the awuga horn, and that's that to me is it's funny and it's there scary were- and it's. Like even Did when he gets see... even when he gets sca- stabbed, he screams, but he screams silently, and I think that's like yeah, that's just a part of the character that I find so unnerving is the fact that he never makes a single sound ever. Did you, know? you think that Damien Leone had channeled a lot of other movies and had references to a lot of movies in this? Because like the whole the whole the, the the scene where he's 
reaching through the the garage doors and he's got the honky honky horn in his hand and he's squeezing it like a madman which was so out of place but beautifully creepy in that scene. <laughs> yeah reminded me a lot of the shining that was like jack nicholson through the door only it's with a horn <laughs> yeah sure i, I there was yeah. that there was a lot of other stuff i was like mcdamian leone's just he's just he's just making it obvious who he's paying a tribute to in in this movie and i loved it well at the end of the at the end credits it it uh it said in memory of who was it it was george ramiro toby hooper west craven and west craven yep. so i yeah he obviously he obviously just loves horror and oh yeah oh yeah, yeah i i wouldn't i wouldn't doubt that, that there's that goes without saying and with this kind of like with that kind of director in this kind of movie i wouldn't doubt that there's little uh Little callbacks to to other movies peppered all well, throughout it. Speaking of callbacks, it wasn't just other people's movies. He did a lot of callbacks to his own short films, which I <clears> loved because <throat> you, you're building a mythology there, which is important to people like us who watch stuff from the very beginning and follow things from. Even if we weren't there at the beginning, you know, when we go back, we watch everything from the inception to the to the to new. Yeah. I love the fact that when he first gets kicked out of the pizza place, they're they're booting him out because he pissed and shit and smeared it all over the walls with like finger paint. Yeah. Which is exactly what he was getting kicked out for in the Terrifier short in the beginning. Right. Same exact thing. I love that, that later on you find uh, Tara strung up dead with Christmas lights and a sign that said circus. It's the same circus sign that he was holding on the side of the road. Right in Terrifier. Right, I I just I love that he connected the dots to make everything part of a of a much bigger universe. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's great. Yeah, he didn't start like he started fresh for a for a feature length movie, but he didn't forget what came before. And I love right. that it's world building, and and I appreciate that more than more than you'd know. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, it's because. Uh, a lot of a lot of directors will get their shot and they'll just they'll they'll move on from their previous work, you know. And it's and yeah. and not really. It's not that they don't care where they came from, but they just don't they don't um, acknowledge it as much as as he does, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's really cool. I we you know we were talking about art. We'll get back to the story here in a minute, but like in terms of of breaking down the characters, like I I love we talked about art's comedic side and how that makes that that makes his character quite frankly like the 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 fact that he's comedic and he's funny like you like literally he's he's doing these horrific unspeakable things, but he's still funny while he's doing it. And yeah. Guess what? He's a clown. Imagine <laughs> that. Um. But there's two there's two parts that really stuck out to me. The first one is where he. Um, finally gets a hold of Tara and he puts the needle into her neck. And as he's injecting the the serum into her neck, he look, he looks like and he gives like a silent laugh and he throws his hands in the air where he's like, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, I, I I cracked up at it. It was so fucking funny. <laughs> but then there's the part where, you know, he's they set it up beautifully where he has all these handmade weapons and all these he's using every like horror movie trope type weapon and then he pulls out a gun <laughs> yeah and he shoots tara in the head you don't see it it's 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 such a cop-out move but you don't see it coming like so it works right like you you forget that art will use anything at his disposal because he has the the um 
I would say that if he if he had a signature weapon, it would be that whip with all the razors and yeah, it's kind of scalpels and, and scissors and stuff on it. Yeah, like that's his his signature weapon. But he also is not opposed to using a gun. He's not opposed to using literally anything else. And when he pulls out a gun and he shoots Tara in the head, and then he gets out of bullets, and he's so annoyed that he ran out of bullets. I laughed hysterically at that part. <laughs> he's just like, oh. What the fuck? Like, that's what I got from it, and I loved it. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. And the fact, like you said, he was he was annoyed about it. He could have finished he could have finished the job in any way that he wanted to. Yeah. But he was annoyed about running out of bullets, so he (laughs) specifically went back into his garbage bag to get another (laughs) to get another magazine, so that he could come out and shoot her again. And then he shoots. OCD. I can appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) He shoots her. Again, one more time in the head, and then just like stands there for a second, and then just unloads, unloads yep. the magazine to her face, Goes straight into her head. There's <laughs> a lot of face stabbing in this movie too, like face shooting and face stabbing, and I completely appreciate it. <laughs> it it lands so much, like it it lands harder when it's like a direct shot to the face, like the stabbing <laughs> to the face, the shooting to the. It, I, I don't know why it just lands harder for me, and I love it. Um, I I will say this though. Killing Tara the way they did in the middle of the movie is one of my least favorite faux pas in horror. Yeah, I mean, because you you look at the synopsis for this for this movie where it says Tara Hayes finds herself as the obsession of a sadistic murderer. So you know you're led to believe, yeah. and even throughout the entire first act of the movie, she she starts off as a a scared girl, and then she kind of like gets gets her wits about her and becomes sort of this tough, tough chick who's like fighting back against him. And she gets, she gets a little too, she, there's a little too much hubris and she, she gets him down on the ground and she's got the opportunity to just keep bashing him with a two by four. Oh yeah. But instead she tells him to get up and he gets up, but he's also got a gun in his sock. So it's yeah. like that. That was like, like I said. I had a, I had a problem with this movie where, um, I get it because it's a, a slasher trope. But God, the, some of the characters were just so stupid. They just made the <laughs> dumbest choices, and that was one yeah. of them. You know. Yeah, I, I I think that for for me the the idea of killing off a character in the middle of the story derails the story. I'm a big fan, and, and this is personal preference. But I'm a big fan of bell to bell storylines, and when they when they shift it in the middle of the story, it's like okay, all these characters that even if you didn't have great character development, all these characters that we've been living with for the past forty five minutes, none of their stories matter now. So you're essentially starting a new story forty five minutes into the movie, and now you're expecting me to care about that just as much as I did about the characters from the from the beginning of the movie. And it doesn't yeah. always, it, it, most of the time, for me personally, it just doesn't work. It's like, ah, it's like we're getting two separate stories smashed into one full-length movie, right? And that doesn't work. For me, that's that's not it. I like, like I said, a bell-to-bell story. I like, to, I like there to be somebody from the beginning who's there at the end, and it, it caps it off nice. And that's just that's just my preference. I feel like with with this one having there are there are, ti- the there are times in, I when it, she was mentioned when it, in the beginning of the story. What's going oh, on? Sorry, you cut out for a, a minute there. Oh, 
Sorry. Uh, you just cut out oh, for a minute okay. there. No, you're fine. I'll just um, We're good. Here, I'll come back in. Good. Go. Yeah, there there are times there are times where it works. Like, um, I think that uh, I'm, I had a I had a specific example, and now I can't think of what I was what I was thinking of. But there are times where, like, you know, they'll they'll kill off a main character, and you just didn't see it coming. And that's kind of the big well, like Psycho. Psycho is probably the best, uh, the best example of this, well, right? Like you're you're, you're watching you're watching Psycho, and you 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 think like, okay, here's our here's our final girl who we're gonna watch through through to the end, and then all of a sudden she gets murdered forty minutes into the movie, and then the movie starts over again. It works really well in some context, but uh, I do agree with you it on this works one. If like, you do it within the first killing off Tara, of the like movie. even. Which is what Psycho did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it was it only twenty minutes into the movie that she dies? Something like that. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't that long into it. It works if you do it. If you're gonna kill a character off in the beginning of the movie, you know the way that Scream does or Psycho. Psycho was like I think twenty twenty to a half an hour in. But if it's an hour and a half long movie, you still have another hour to build characters. You know. I feel like if you're going to do that, you have to do it in a timely fashion to, to not then take over the rest of the movie. Right. This one did it too late. Um, what's a, what's another move? That well, did that? yeah, because um, you already had you already had this turn where Tara becomes like I said she becomes exactly. a, she becomes a bad bitch all of a sudden she starts fighting back and like exactly and really like seems to be making some ground against him. Yep. And then all yep. of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, just like a, but at the same time, I was going to say all of a sudden an unceremonious bullet to the thigh takes her out and then she gets shot in the face seven times. It, it works and it doesn't because at the, at the same, like at simultaneously, you've got this feeling where you're like, oh my God, really? Like a, like she's going to get shot to death. Yeah. But also you're like, Wow, she made all this ground and then she just gets shot to death. There's like it's kind of competing thoughts about it. It's it it, it sucks, but at the same yeah. time it's kind of I like it's kind I of understand. like you said like you're expecting her to have some if she does die it's going to be some big uh event, but it turns out nope, she just gets shot in the face seven times. I understand the idea of being like, well this is real life. This is what happens. She had she had an arc and then she found herself in a bad spot and she got killed, right? Right. That that's how real life would be. I get that, but we're also not in real life. We're watching a story, like <laughs> right. we're watching a visual story, and I want to see that story completed from front to back. I and, I and I get this is just a personal preference, like I said earlier. I get that. This is just my own my own weird thing about it. I just I just feel like if you're if you're going to psycho us, you have to do it at the right time. And if you overstay your welcome on that, or you or even if you understay your welcome. That's yeah. where it becomes a problem. There's a sweet spot to do it, and I felt like this one missed the mark by a little bit. They waited too long to do it. Because by the time you take over with the... Because um, the only two people left at this point are the older sister and the the, exterminator. the weird doll mom and the exterminator. Yeah. And the doll mom gets killed kind of right after, but, like, but even still you're left with these secondary characters that you've never paid attention to yeah like victoria shows up and you don't know her at all like she's no you know you know her from a phone call and you know her from a couple clips of her driving to get to this place so other than that like you've already gotten to know tara and you're like okay this is who i'm gonna see through to the end and then she's gone all of a sudden and now it's 
now it's like, oh, I've got to uh, now I've got to get to know and care about a new <laughs> character, basically. Yeah. yeah, it just doesn't work. It just it's, and I'm not faulting Damien Leone again. It's his first movie, you know. Like I, I, he's watched a ton of horror movies. He's a big fan of horror, and that's fine. I think that making a movie though is a completely different beast, and sometimes you just need to learn from from that kind of stuff, and that's great. Just being critical though, it wasn't for me. Yeah. Like that that portion of it wasn't for me. Yeah, um, I was. Luckily, I, I wasn't super stoked on on that particular choice either. Luckily, he created a character though that was so fun to watch and so fun to watch him kill people that <laughs> it makes up for it, and it still makes the movie fantastic. So, so speaking of killing people, let's get to let's get to some of the kills because okay. that's okay. that's 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 why we're all here, really. When you're talking about <laughs> Art the Clown. Well, um, my least favorite kill is when he when he crotched the forehead of the woman. That was awful and terrible. Sick. Didn't love it at all. When he did what? Would you say? When he bandsawed the girl, crotched oh. the forehead. <laughs> he gave her the old bone tomahawk treatment. Uh, I, I think I think we found what what do you think is worse? Because I think these two are neck and neck for worst between this one and bone tomahawk. Sp- splitting kills we'll call them that <laughs> uh this one's far worse you think so yeah i i still think the bone tomahawk had more umph to it because you don't expect it in that kind of movie you expect it in this kind of movie so i'm like okay bone, as soon as she was as soon as she was there i knew what was going to happen uh bone tomahawk was definitely like gnarlier because yeah like you said it just it becomes it becomes a horror movie out of nowhere sort of yeah like yeah. it's just like a western drama, you know, kind of spooky movie for a while, and then all of a sudden it becomes a horror movie. And this kid has, you know, like one of the worst deaths I've ever seen in yeah. cinema history. Um, but in terms of like what the character is going through, I would say that that Dawn's is worse because with Bone Tomahawk, it was like a solid. I don't know what was it, maybe six hits before he splits in two. Oh, it was bad but it was it was so it was brutal but in this i mean imagine being sawn from your taint down to to your skull i feel like with a saw with a saw Mm. it's a much more (laughs) i just feel like like it's a slower fucking brian did to his chicken or his turkey yesterday spash cocked it and laid like oh yeah yeah that was the most provocative turkey i was gonna say that turkey needed to calm the fuck down it was (laughs) it was making me feel things i know right it creases in all the right areas (laughs) but uh in case you don't know what we're talking about he at art at one point in time he catches tara he drugs her and straps her to a chair and then he pretends like he's gonna kill her a couple times and he's got a sheet hanging across the room and I mean, I kind of assumed what was behind the sheet. I saw it as, I, I kind of saw it coming. But he walks over to the sheet. He pulls the sheet down, and Dawn is uh, hanging there naked um, by her ankles from yeah. two chains. Two chains. And, two chains. <laughs> and uh, he goes over with a what I can only assume is a dull hacksaw. Oh, it's got to be dull. And he, he was working through it, yeah. Yeah, and he saws her basically from from vagina to <laughs> to almost to the almost to the top of her head. He gets uh, he gets distracted by Tara trying to escape her bindings, uh, so In he doesn't fairness, he doesn't make smart. it all the way to her head. 
That's just smart woodworking, though. You start with a nice groove, you know. You're not gonna you're not gonna jump your uh, blade. Yeah, and you yep, and then <laughs> right, and then right down the ass cheeks. So yep, and then nice follow groove. <laughs> and then follow the grain. <laughs> Jesus. It's just it's a it's a it's a brutal. It really is. I'd say yeah. I'd say out of all the kills in the movie, that's probably the most brutal, right? Oh oh god, by a by a football field, yes, definitely. Yeah, there's no question. That's that's. That is not only the most brutal kill in this movie, it's probably in the top five most brutal kills of this decade in which a horror is, movie. Which is funny because two, two of the top five probably are people being split from ass to, <laughs> ass to well, face. That's taboo, though. You don't see that. Even in crazy horror movies nowadays, you don't really see that particular dissection happening very often <laughs> you just don't yeah <laughs> you don't um yeah i just no so, thank you so uh who else did he so in the beginning of the movie he turns one dude's face into a, a jack-o'-lantern essentially yeah that was like cgi though it, it was kind of yeah the it, wasn't the, it was a little wonky yeah a little wonky that how did um, he kill the he he chopped the other dude up into pieces did he yep yep the guy who was like, cleaning the shit up I like the one dude, uh, it was the exterminator, I think, at the very end, where he just heals him in the face and explodes. Oh, like smashes his, his... Oh, it's yeah, great. Yeah, smashes his <laughs> head like a pumpkin. Um, this is so much fucking blood, so much carnage <laughs> and gore, and it's so good. And I love that, we mentioned this before, Damien Leone does all... Damien Leone! He does all of his own special effects. Yeah. So... This like Every single one of his movies is just a calling card for what he does. And... I, I have a I have a bone to pick with the people that were like, this is the most deprived movie I've ever seen. It's depraved. so bad. And it's depraved. Whatever. whatever. Uh, it, it's like <laughs> the very first scene that we saw where it was the girl with her face half half ripped off from being chewed on and whatnot. Yeah. I look at it and I go, okay. Because I, I told Kristen, and I should have known better than this, but I told her, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I apologize now for what I'm about to show you because I've heard just awful things about this movie in terms of like how just violent it is and how crazy it is. And she looks at me and she goes, Who do you think I am? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Yeah, that's true. But good point. But we saw that first, that first like face shredded girl in the beginning of the movie. And I go, Okay, I get it. The people that think this movie is like depraved, mm-hmm. they don't appreciate bad. I use that word loosely, but bad practical effects horror movies, because it just looks like you. It just looks like you 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 put a couple pieces of half-eaten strips of deli ham over somebody's face and then put a bunch of fake blood all over it. Yeah, like that's what it looks like. Yeah, and it's great. Yeah. And I love <laughs> I love that style. But some people can't get past that, and then it was like right then and there, I was like, oh, okay, nothing about this movie is going to feel realistic or depraved to me. Like, I knew it right then and there. Right. Like, my my level is way above that in terms of being depraved. Well, that yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the thing is, like, us, we watch these movies, uh, we get to, because here's the thing, like, I we've talked about this before, we can watch these movies where people are having their heads lopped off or being hacksawed from taint to face and we watch it and we don't really think much of it like we'll we'll cringe a little bit or we'll we'll even laugh sometimes sure and 
but then if I see a if I see a real life video of somebody breaking their leg, I almost throw up, right? Because that's real. It looks real. See. There's a there's like when you see something happen in real life, these movies don't look like real life. No. They're way over no. the top. And this this and, movie especially though made me think about that because Art literally grabs somebody by the back of the head and saws their head off with a machete. Yeah. Like like let's straight up does it. And I cannot see a scene like that and not think of the one thing that has fucked me up, and that is watching those original Al Qaeda beheadings. Oh yeah, when I was like fourteen years old. Yeah, not knowing what the fuck was going on, or however old I was, but like that to me, like I I will always see somebody getting their head cut off. I'm like, nah, what? That's not what it looks like. That's not what it looks and like. And I know that because I've seen it. Yeah, right. So yeah, so maybe that that. that does it help to see the really bad stuff? <laughs> I mean, should this no. be in like social studies class? Like, we're not only are we going to learn about the atrocities, we're going to watch the atrocities. Yeah, and then you're going to be desensitized for life. Maybe. That yeah, but be but I don't know. Like I said, I'm I'm not desensitized though. Like I I still see I still see stuff on a you know semi regular basis. Um, you know, even just in the news cycle where I I I see it and I. It makes me, it gives me the chills and it like makes me like sometimes I want to turn away because there's, because sure. real life looks so much worse than what this looks like. Oh, yeah. It might, dep- it, it might be depraved in the ideas that it's, you know, like what it's portraying on screen, but visually I don't find it depraved because it looks uh, you know, fake for lack of a better word, like the sure. the the special the 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 effects that Damien Leone Damien Leone does are awesome, but mm-hmm. they look like special effects. They do. I, I I think that's that's the sweet spot to me is things that look real, but you also you can look at them and then know how they did them. Right. Like, I almost I almost prefer effects that look a little like just like. 90% real, 10% you can see the edges, Something, you know? Something's a little like, wonked out. I like, you like don't know that. exactly what it is, but it's a little yeah. wonky and, yeah. And over the top, I like that. That's that, And that's 80s special effects to me. Like, that's yeah. 80s practical effects, and I yeah, love it. Exactly. Love it, love it, love it. Right. Um, and you're, you're talking about, you're talking about seeing people, you, 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 what were you saying before? You are like, yeah, you know it doesn't matter. I was gonna make, I was gonna make a stupid Joe Biden joke. Oh. Joe Biden looks like a zombie on TV, and that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, but um, my point is, though, uh, yeah, I I really appreciate the effects in this for what they are, and especially for what they aren't. And that that's where that's why this movie succeeds for me. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, just to. Uh... Was there what what other kid we kind of we kind of mentioned everything, well not everything. Oh, too one of the one of the parts that I found pretty unsettling was the uh, when he kidnaps the the baby, which is just a baby doll, like a porcelain oh, baby doll from the cat lady, I... and she finds him. And did you notice that that uh, where she finds him is that same tunnel that Damien Leone has used in all of his movies so far? Mm. So I actually read something about this. Or is he it not access, the same tunnel? No, he had access to, apparently filmed this in basements of an old sanitarium where they used to like treat people for 
leprosy or something. What? Really? Weird. Again, another correction for next week. I know I read it somewhere, um, but he had access to it. And I was watching this and I I go, that teaser trailer for the sixth or for the ninth circle, the actual full length he was making. Yeah. They look, those look like a lot of the same places. Yeah. So I wonder if the ninth circle feature length movie was originally... It, this is what it became. I'm sure that it probably did, but well, this, this you have whole... the two girls. You have the two girls who can only you know can, might be able to stop Art the clown. He got rid of the other two characters that were supposed to be in the movie, and then instead of setting it in an abandoned insane asylum, he just set it in this building. Yeah, you know, but that's um, kind of what it seems like. I've got it right here. If you were uh, the thing that oh, you read, yeah. the underground tunnels used in the film were part of the abandoned Seaview Hospital which was once the largest tuberculosis sanitarium ah, in the U.S. Uh, these tunnels were used to transport the dead out of sight of the other patients where they were to be cremated. Pretty wild. So it seems like he had access to these for a while because he shot a lot of stuff there. Um, I don't know that for sure, but it, like just visibly it looks that way, or visually rather, it yeah, looks that yeah. way. But. Um, so getting getting back to the cat lady, that was one of the... When she goes up to him and uh, like she's asking him if he has any kindness in his heart, and she's like, "Maybe you just have no never known a mother's touch," and he like puts his head on her shoulder and he starts sucking his thumb, and then you hear her scream, and then this is when uh, Ver- Veronica was that her name? Yeah. Um, Veronica's just been walking around this place like a complete idiot. By the way, Victoria. Victoria's been walking around this place like an idiot. Like, call, like if you go into an abandoned building and you can't find anybody, it's, don't start yelling. Don't yeah, start, she really Don't did. start calling out well, to people. Like, that's just... If I, you're going to meet somebody who's broken down by their car on the side of the road and they're not there, don't just start, start walking through random buildings where you don't know yeah. if they're there or not. Yeah. That's very stupid. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she deserved so, to probably get everything she got. <laughs> so she thinks that she's found her sister. She's now at this point, she's found Dawn sawed in half, which by the way, once you find a chick sawed in half, you just you're gone, right? Hey, you're gone. Hey, you go you, get did the Did you see did you see her? Well, I sawed her. <laughs> <laughs> like you just run, you go get the police at that point. Cuz yeah, if your yeah. sister is still alive in this place, which is unlikely, if your sister is alive somewhere, uh, you're not going to be able to help her by yourself because there's no. a maniac on the loose who's completely willing to saw people in half lengthwise. Um, so you go call the police. But she goes looking for her anyway, and then she finds what she thinks is her sister, and then she hears a noise, and she uh, flashes her phone flashlight over, and it's the cat lady. But the cat lady has had her basically like from her neck down to her like uh the bottom of her rib Belly cage button, cut off like her yeah. her whole like her breasts and everything i and love i love this part of the movie god this so much. it was so creepy it was like oh, yeah. uh it was very did, the way he was walking around was uh like very it? uh buffalo bill oh, from that what I was going for. silence of the lambs what were you thinking i thought we, we, we chris and i both thought he channeled his inner marilyn manson oh yeah especially from, especially uh, from like uh dope uh, show the, Dope show, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The, the weird, like, like yeah, exactly yeah. how he walked in that. Um, and it's art funny because Damien Leone got in, art comes out, out naked with with this woman's uh, 
like her whole chest well, just like plastered to his his chest. Don't gloss over. Don't gloss over this. When we first think that it's Tara on the ground, her sister thinks that it's Tara on the ground. Yeah. Art stripped off his whole clown suit except for the mask. Got completely naked, put a wig on, and was acting like a woman in this, like yeah. completely naked. Yeah. And then and then Art puts on a fucking chest vest with the, the the rib cage up boobs the whole deal of the 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 cat lady and he's doing his best Marilyn Manson Buffalo Bill impression oh, it's God. fucking great it was that just... is that is comedy James that that's <laughs> what that is <laughs> it was unnerving though too and then he comes up and he's dancing around and and Victoria's hiding in this little locker and he clearly knows exactly where she is so oh, he's yeah. kind of oh, tormenting yeah. her and did you notice that there was like one split second of a shot where when was it the cops that showed no he hears the other exterminator show up i think yep and he goes to walk back down the stairs did you notice the the shot when he walked back down the stairs he trails his hand behind him and he's got his fingers spread out and it's like it's like that shot from Nosferatu of uh of um Count Orlock walking down the stairs, and you can see his shadow on the wall. Did okay. you notice that? I did not notice. I don't that know if it all. was intentional or not. I mean, with Damien Leone, probably kind of having callouts to other movies, it seems like it's possible. But sure, um, it reminded me of that. But yeah, that whole <laughs> that whole scene was love that. Like you said, it was it was funny. It was so creepy. creepy it was unnerving. Yeah. It was it was just uh, such an interesting scene, especially with like. But with Art the Clown, like stripping him naked was such a weird, you know. It's a weird choice. It's just a right? weird choice. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about how Art the Clown is not a human. Like, Art the Clown gets killed, brought back to life, the whole deal. Like, what? what, what is your hypothesis on what Art is? Um, This goes back to the thing that I wanted you to remind me of, but I, I mean, remembered it, myself, and I'm calling myself out. Well, for thank it. you. I can only assume, based off of. The other movies that we've seen so far that he is a demon of some kind i almost like a <laughs> i almost i almost want to kind of compare him to violator a little bit like uh he's a he's a see that um you've been violated girly man <laughs> uh what would you call him not not a not necessarily a demon from hell but like a uh like a lackey you know like one of like one of hell's lackeys that is just like up on earth, like so we're ta- not taking we're not, souls to send them to hell or something like that. We're not terribly far apart. I I think that um, and I know mostly of this character via TV shows and whatnot, but I know that it's like part of lore. He could almost be a trickster. A trickster. A trickster is is a demon that likes to play tricks on people, and he and he gets gets off and laughing on people's misfortunes and this and that, and it's very it sounds like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer thing. It definitely, it was is definitely it? in that, but it was also <laughs> very much a supernatural thing. Oh, okay. Um, but but it is a real, but a trickster is a real like deity in demonology and all that kind of stuff, and and I feel like art could definitely be a trickster if if Damien Leone's Leones. <laughs> if his if his idea was to continue with the whole demon thing from the original mythos, mm-hmm. I feel like you could explain art away as a trickster, and it would work. Sure, you know I I definitely do. 
Um, that's kind of where my brain is. I, do I think he's human? No. Do I think he's a demon? Maybe. Maybe he's like earning his stripes to become a demon. That's almost something, what it seems like some, to me. You know? Something, yeah. There's there's definitely something supernatural about him. I don't know exactly what that is. This is just my my theory. And I know that obviously uh, we have Terrifier two to watch, so whatever comes from that. But then Terrifier three, he's there at Christmas, so it's not just a thing that is strictly Halloween or Samhain or anything like that. Right. Um, oh, oh hi, cat. We need to sort of. Uh talk about the end to well so like the very end where he's in, where he ends up in the morgue but before that you have him chasing victoria uh you finally she thinks she's kind of gotten away from him but then he hits her with a truck and then when the when the police show up he's just sitting there eating pieces of her face oh yeah straight up um Florida zombie bath salts guy. Yeah, like, that's straight exactly up bath salts. And the yeah. cops tell him to turn around, and he turns around, and he's got a gun. They tell him to drop the gun. He puts the gun in his own mouth, pulls the trigger, <coughs> dead. So yeah. then at the end of the movie, these two bodies, the body of Victoria, or not not the body of Victoria, because she's, spoiler alert, still alive, but the body of uh, Mike, the exterminator, yeah. shows up at the morgue along with the body of art and the i like how they address the the um the coroner eating thing oh my god I love like the that. how do you how well, do you eat that makes how, a how do you lot of eat sense. when you're looking at these it does like he's he basically says it kind of grounded it in reality he's like i once you've seen a baby microwave to death you can pretty much stomach anything which is yeah. a horrible way of putting it but it makes sense but it's true um so I I love this part. Like so, he goes over. He looks at Mike, and Mike's face has been stomped in. And then he's like, "All right, let's get a look at the man of the hour." And he unzips the bag that Art is in. And when he opens the bag, Art is laying there completely still, but he's got but a smile staring. on his he's got a smile on his face, and his eyes are wide open, staring oh, at the corner. It's so, so freaking creepy. creepy. So creepy. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the lights start flashing the tv st- uh, the the radio starts um going off the the telephone starts ringing and that happens for uh, kind of an uncomfortable amount of time it felt like it went on for like five minutes i know it was only for probably it 30 felt, seconds or something it felt like there was something happening within like space time like something yeah. was resetting or something was was activating or something right like, like something was 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 obviously um, affecting the electromagnetism of the room. It was affecting the electricity in the room. I love that. I think it's so cool. Yeah, it was really cool. And then he, the coroner, I mean, me, if I was that guy, right at that moment, I'd be running. But yeah. uh, especially, I honestly, like, if I opened up the bag and Art was staring at me like that, I would have already been running. So creepy. Um, so fucking creepy. Also, he, t- he takes the, like... Art's body is strapped to the gurney with two two like thick straps. And before he unzips the bag, he undoes the straps. I was like, why'd you do that? Just unzip the bag without taking off the straps, dumbass. Yep, yep. So uh that the thing with the electricity happens, uh the guy turns back around, Art grabs it by the throat, and that's pretty much the end of the movie. Yeah. Um until um, well, not the very end of the movie. You suddenly cut to one year later. And Victoria has survived her her uh, 
her interaction with her ordeal, her ordeal with art, but her face has been, like I said, partially eaten and she's, she's all messed up. Her face is basically just a ruin and she's got one eye missing, but then they turn like a melting pumpkin. Yeah. They turn toward the camera (laughs) and you see that she is, (laughs) you, you see that she's actually the woman from the beginning of the movie who was being interviewed by, uh, Katie McGuire's character, and she's the yeah. one who jumped out and popped out Katie McGuire's eyes. So, what's what's your take on that? Like, why why did she suddenly become so violent? Well, I think that um, it's dare I say it's like a Michael Myers thing. Like once you're once you're that fucked up, you kind of take on the traits of the person doing it. You know? Sure. I, I, I don't know. Like, like you hate the world, you hate the people that are taking advantage of you, and as this person, you hate. Doesn't matter what you hate, you have hate, and I think that that's kind of more what it is. Yeah, and it's it's not supernatural. Maybe, maybe it is supernatural. I don't know. I don't know how they want to explain it. We'll see in the second movie. I know there's more characters in the second movie. Whether or not hers is one of them, that I have no idea. But I know there are secondary characters within Art's circle. In the I can't movie. remember. I can't remember if it was from watching the trailer or if I saw a still shot somewhere. But I, I do believe that Victoria. I don't know at what capacity, but I do believe that she's in Terrifier too. Yeah. So. So yeah, I don't know. We'll, they we'll might dive. Wait, we'll they might dive into her violent outburst a little more. Um, yeah. in Terrifier too, it uh, remains to be seen. But so well, seen in uh, in two weeks. Seen in two weeks. We're, we're uh, do we know what we're doing next week? Nah, not yet. We haven't decided yet. We'll not let you yet. know. Yep. But in two weeks, we will uh, we'll jump into Terrifier two, some... and uh, and uh, yeah, we'll wrap this up until Sir. December. Well, it's almost December when uh, almost ter- December. oh wait is t- is Terrifier. Three coming out no, this year, year or next year? Next, next year, next okay. Year. Yeah, so you get the rest next year. Um, yep. Mike, this movie, well, we got, you liked we it? Got terif- no, no, Terrifier, what are you talking about, dude? Terrifier 2 is already out. Terrifier 3 isn't yeah. coming out until next year. That's what I said. So we I said we're going to do oh. Terrifier 2 in two weeks, and then Terrifier oh, 3 okay. whenever it comes out. Um, so yeah, you like this movie overall, though? I did. I, I really did. I... I um, it's it's an exercise in in all things violence and gore and everything else like and I love it. It's exactly what it was supposed to be, you know. And I, and I cannot fault it for that. There's there's faults in it being a logical film in every sense of the word, uh, but that doesn't make it not enjoyable, and that doesn't make it not amazing for what it is. And I think it's absolutely amazing for what it is. Loved yep. it. Yep, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I had a lot of fun with it. It was uh, demented and gory and funny and fun. If yeah. you're into that yeah. kind of thing, then check it out for sure. Yep. Um, all right. Well, that's it for this week. We'll be back. We'll be back next week with we don't know yet. Something. Guess you'll just have to tune you know, in. There was and a see. lot of there's a lot of really great Italian Italian movies released for Black Friday this week. Was there? Yes, there were. Great Italian movies, huh? Oh, yes. Like Giallo yeah. movies? The four-disc version of Della Morte Dell'Amor was okay. one of them. Okay. This is my favorite Italian horror movie of all time, Cemetery Man. 
Okay. And then uh, basically, did uh, you end Severin, up ordering that or not? Severin put out a bunch of Michel Suave or Suave. I can never say his last name. Uh, films, and it was Del Morte, Del Amore, The Church, and The Sect. And uh, Del Morte, Del Amore, and The Church are two of my favorites. So I will let you use your imagination. Okay, so I guess we're doing <laughs> that next week. <laughs> no, not next week. Not 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 until. Uh, we get the goods. Oh, well, what the fuck? I, I asked you what we were doing next week. All right. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. I was just talking. Uh, Mike's, Mike's um, just going off on tangents for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, no idea. We'll figure something out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll let you know. If you want to find us before next week, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzz to Kill Podcast. You can also find us on X yes. at the Buzz Kill PC. Uh, you can find us on all major streaming sites. Clearly, you've already found us. Your homework for this week, James. Um... Who do people need to tell? People need to go reach out to their local clowns. Go to a circus, find a clown, tell them to what? Listen to our podcast. That's it. That's yeah. your homework. Yes. If you've never done any of our homework, now is the time. What's wrong with you? You're a yeah. bad you're a bad person. Yeah. So and uh, you know, hey, maybe we have Black... maybe fix your priorities a little bit. We also have Black Friday deals going on. We do. If you go to go to audibletrial.com slash the Buzzkill Podcast, you can maybe get books for a cheap. free book. Now there you go. Tell me this. You've heard about Black Friday sales everywhere. How many people are just giving shit away for free? Yeah. We are. <laughs> Nobody. We are. Go get a book. Yeah. Go get yourself a book. It's better than Good that stuff on there. It's better than that eighty three inch TV that you're gonna get from Best Buy. Yeah. Get yourself a well, book. That's get debatable. some get some culture in your life. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh Michael. Hopefully next James. week we'll be back in person and nobody will be sick and we'll be I able hope to so. we'll be able to rock. But um Oh we'll rock. We'll we'll rock. Rock, we'll rock it hard. Until then. Michael, good seeing you over the internet. Cheers. Cheers, bud. I'll see you next week. See you. Have a good night. Bye.